You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mashal's Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Mikey Kenny, also known as Keylock. Yo, what's up? And Jason Bond, also known as Emery. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, this is episode number 43. We are recording on February 7th for release on February 8th. Uh, actually quite a bit to talk about today surprise ptr update uh so we're gonna go all over that talk a little bit about terry cruz and why he should not be doomfist for sure now um, we got some <laughs> uh weekly updates about korea south korean players getting banned uh lucio going to heroes of the storm and uh so a couple statements from blizzard and we're gonna get into some community feedback before we get started, though, I'd like to welcome anyone who is listening for the very first time. Thank you for taking the time to check out our podcast and hopefully join our, our little Overwatch community here at Watchpoint Radio. Uh, if this, this is your first time, or if this is your first time, uh, the way the show usually works is, you know, we do talk about news and some esports, you know, we talk about updates and things like that, but our main focus really is the Overwatch community and the state of the game. So. All that, the news, the esports, the updates, we try to relate that to the community and how that affects us. And uh, yeah, so like I said, thanks for listening. And before we get started, uh, we'd just like to get an update on what, how's everybody's week in Overwatch been? Bond, why don't you go first since you haven't been here since like, I don't know, 30 episodes or something Damn, like just that. just call him out, shit. <laughs> I know, right? Gosh. They know sure. already. They know Bond hasn't been here. This is not, not if they're new. Any- <laughs> that's true that's true we keep it real here okay just don't keep it too real yeah. uh <laughs> i've been getting a lot of overwatch and lately uh, been trying to get some of those uh pretty cool skins i got a couple of them so far for the event that's going on right now but uh trying hard to get one of those may skins i actually got one actually you were there with me right i, I got was one today. yeah i got one today not the red one i got the the lilac one and i hope fucking you know, Dre from Double Tap is listening because he hates when I call colors what they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, you have you gotten anything good recently? I, I got uh, Winston's uh, Winston's legendary. I think I brought that up last week, though. But go ahead. I think I may have gotten his. I don't recall. I know for sure I got Divas, which I was like, okay. Well, I am playing more Diva lately, so sure. But uh, I really I want that don't skin. Like that one. Yeah, I think that may that that's a good May skin, especially with the shitty Christmas skin she had. Yeah, uh, a lot of people want that May skin. I definitely want it. I would actually take the one in red, even though I have the lilac one now. So yeah, I actually may do a fifty loot box opening for this. I was honestly thinking about it, and then I was like, "That's okay. I can live vicariously through Jaw instead. It works out a lot better for me." <laughs> <laughs> live <Yeah>. vicariously. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't I don't feel like putting in the money for fifty loot boxes. I could I could put that towards something else. So I was like, I'll I'll play through, I'll learn it the old fashioned way. I'll get it before well, the event. Now once done. the event's gone. I'll I'll get it yeah, before the I'm event's like, gone. I've been playing once way the more. Event's gone, been, like you're to wait next till a whole other fucking year. I've gotten to play quite a bit more Overwatch this week and I'm getting back into it again, so we're good. We're good. How many hours are you sitting on? Uh I don't know. I might be close to hundred at this point. Who knows? I, okay. I, yeah. A total Overwatch hours? Maybe. I don't know. I honestly have to look. I don't know. I got a lot of games I play. It all just blurs together at you know some point. I I understand completely. I don't know unless I check myself. Then I realize I need to take a break. <laughs> yeah, usually if I'm, if I'm playing a game, I'm getting really frustrated. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm starting. Okay, all right, whatever. Take a step back, breathe. Let's go pick up another one. And then I, I'll either float through that and, you know, move shooters doing good at overwatch playing good getting upset getting a little tilted i'm like all right time to go these people are bad go play uh battlefield or something or you know go play wow or heroes or come back to this let's go play doom there's no like I, doom is my untilt game i can't get tilted in doom i you know i regret multiplayer or single player <laughs> multiplayer oh uh, well i mean doom. i get tilted in doom because i can't find matches but whatever uh, really <laughs> How can you not, dude? I it takes me no time to find matches in Doom. I maybe because I'm on console. Oh, when yeah. I did try to play it on console, I have it on PC now. I just I don't play that game for multiplayer, but that's another game. Yes, that is true. But go ahead. You were gonna say something else, Bond? Or no? Yeah, I was gonna be like, I regret getting Fallout Four uh, instead of <laughs> Doom on the uh, the last winter sale that was up there. We talked about this. Should have bought yeah, Doom. Yeah, that was a mistake. Uh, yeah, I, I, I read, I, I'd heard about Doom, and I was like, all right, you know, I haven't played Doom in at least two decades, maybe at this point. So I was like, all right, we'll go pick it back up. And, uh, and uh, Kathy like and I were scrolling through much. YouTube videos there, and we found one for uh, that was by uh, Life of Boris, where he's just playing through it. And watching him play through it with that accent was just cracking me up too much. I was like, I think I need to wait for this game to come back out on sale. Rather buy for 20 bucks than 60 so... <laughs> It's a, it's a hell of a single player campaign. It's one. It's the best single player campaign that was out last year. The last game I bought that I was I had low expectations for was uh, Titanfall Two, and I was pleasantly surprised by the campaign. So I'm sure yes. Doom will do the same thing. Dude, if you like Titanfall 2's campaign, dude, Doom is like ten times better than that. I like Titanfall. You guys just mentioned one Titanfall thing about Titanfall 2's campaign that everyone flips their shit about. What's that? What? Or, or, or does everyone has everyone in this room played it? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Beat it. okay beat it, yeah cool press press button to time travel and like how everyone yeah. flipped their <laughs> shit about that i was like didn't dishonored like do this just right like within the week and i'm like how did these two develop this whole mechanic like i don't know it was yeah it was weird how those got released around the same time frame and everything and i'm like how'd this work out <laughs> Well, that's like, me and someone else had a conversation about that because people constantly have they talk about this game stole this from that game or right. you know vice versa, Accident. right? A lot of these developers one talk to each other, they're friends, they go to the same conferences, so and they they use the same types of technology. Yeah. So if one person's like, "Oh man, I can do this thing where I'm flipping from past to future in the game," and two people hear that, like, "Yeah, that'll be really cool to add into this game that we're doing." That's how you do it. But yeah, you're right. Dishonored did do it. Um, but luckily, I mean, did you play Titanfall 2 or no, Mike? 
I've I've watched someone play through it. I didn't oh, really okay. play through it. Yeah, I think both games are definitely different enough in how they use that oh, element. Yeah. Don't be wrong. It was just yeah. like how everyone was making a big deal, like each each side was like, Oh my god, I've never seen this before and I'm like you dishonored just did it. You just, you both just did it at around the same time frame. <laughs> it was literally like I think Titanfall came out like a month after Dishonored or something like that. Yeah, or it was a very, week very or something close. like that. I don't know. It was like so close. I'm like they, they literally both same time. Like, yeah. Cool. I think the thing about Dishonored it was mostly about time splitters. getting around. <laughs> it was about getting around obstacles. Yeah, that's true. Time splitters. It was about like getting around <laughs> obstacles, but for Titanfall two. It was really about using it as a puzzle mechanic, you know, but it was really cool. Um, but Mike, why don't you tell us how your week in Overwatch went? I mean, how non-existent it's been this week for me, pretty much, because I really haven't played that much this week. Uh, I've literally just been on a break because I'm not interested in this event. Nothing is making me want to play. And... So I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm. I, honestly, it's probably because I'm just burnt out because I played so much during Christmas, and I'm like, oh great, you don't want another the cool event May skin where they capture the flag. That is so wonderful. Let me tell you how wonderful. Capture- oh wait, we have an episode where we take how bad capture the flag is. Um, <laughs> so go check Got that it. episode for that bitch fest. Um, <laughs> I just think the skins are way better. Like that's what's driving hey, me. I to mean, play they more. are. But I just don't, there's too many, and I just don't care enough. And I feel salty that this came out so close after Christmas, because I just spent all my, like, I spent a lot of gold on that. So then, like, I kind of didn't have any gold for this one, so I'm kind of like, well, fuck that. So you're on tilt, like, period. (laughs) Like, you're not just on tilt for a game. Honestly, like, I'm craving, I'm craving single player play right now really bad. I need a single player game to sink my teeth into, and thank God Horizon Zero Dawn is, like, in three weeks. Because I'm going to get lost in that shit. And then Near Automata. Am I the only person here who picks up small Steam games? Because I pick up small Steam games all the time to have great single players. And I guess that's how I get my fix. Like... Don't get me wrong, there's good, like, single players on Steam, but, like, if, I don't know, I I put shit down so fast if it's just not even, like, catchy enough, like, it's not worth my time. Uh, like, I guess, I'm, well, I mean, uh, you're, I think, you're, like, you're, you're more of a type of person that likes to, like, you want to get, like, completely immersed in a world, right? Right, I mean, if, you're, if your world and story doesn't make sense, I'm fucking out. Yeah, like, see, for me, like, it's more about a challenge, like, you know, I've been playing Rad Rogers World 1, and, I mean, it has a shit story, but I don't give a fuck. Like, the game is fucking awesome in terms of, like, the gameplay mechanic and the challenge of it. Just like I played, um, what was it, Rise and Shine, like, a week or two before that, and that was a super short game, but it was actually a really, it was a really cool game. Actually, I think you'd like the world on that, but that game was super hard. At the end of the game, they quite literally give zero fucks about letting you win. And try to throw everything at you is awesome. Oh. Well, uh, all I'm saying is, luckily we have a lot of good AAA, like single player stuff coming. I'm with Mikey right. on this one. If I I want to immerse myself right in something, if that's not there, it kills the motivation to play real quick. Like yeah, I, I won't lie, I was tempted I to play Civ this week because I'm just like I just need something else to do. If if you know if a game immerses me, that's definitely a plus. If it's like a Bioshock Infinite, mm-hmm. or yeah, I even got immersed in Doom. That was you know that was awesome. I got a, you know I, I got immersed in Titanfall, you know stuff like that. That's cool to me, but it's not necessary. Like if a game has enough challenge to it, 
I could find I could definitely find myself playing it. So how do you feel about Neo? <laughs> What's that? Neo. That new PlayStation Dark Souls. Oh yeah. Well no, that's thing. I don't like Dark Souls. Oh, okay. Well Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll like Neo mainly because um Dark Souls, I don't like the aesthetic of it. Maybe Neo will be different. I did hear about that. So, but then again, it's basically what play... it looks like is Onamu. If you liked Onamusha, it looks like Onamusha meets Dark Souls, mm. okay. or something well. like that. I don't know. So it looks like. Anyways, enough with the other games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> other yeah, games we do just... have a lot of Overwatch stuff to talk about. I've been, I've been playing Overwatch a lot this week. Um, actually, I can't even say a lot. I've been playing it a bit on track. I did get a chance to play uh, console on like Saturday or Sunday. But I haven't been playing console as much this event. Uh, maybe that's why it feels like I've been playing PC so often. I've actually gotten because, to play a few games with you lately. Yeah, I've been playing. Like if I, if I if I'm gonna take the time to play, it's gonna be on PC mainly because I'll be doing stuff. Like I'll be working on you know some uh, website updates or something like that, and I'll have I'll have that on my second screen. And I'll have Overwatch on my main. So maybe that's why. But I mean, besides getting the May skin, I I don't think I really got anything. Of note. Oh, I got that ugly ass Anna skin too. That shit is so <laughs> disgusting. Dude, no, ugly. you get to play the game and you go shh, or like with that creepy mask, and it's like awesome. Yeah, that is like <laughs> the worst skin. I'm like, when I got it, I'm like, what a waste. What a fucking waste. Oh, One thing that did good. happen to me is I got a voice line as my Year of the Rooster item, and I was so mad because it was a generic voice line. It was like Zarya saying, pump it up or something like that. <laughs> you know, so ugh, whatever. But uh yeah, let's go ahead, let's hop into our uh top story, which is the PTR report. PTR report. Alright, so big stuff coming uh down to the PTR just today, and I guess soon to live, because if we if, if the last few PTRs have taught us anything and if well Blizzard's statement on PTR tells us anything. If it's on the PTR, if it doesn't completely break the game, odds are it's going to make it out. It's going to make it to live. So, <laughs> that true. being the case, uh, let's true. get into... They actually released a developer update. That's how... I didn't even know the PTR got updated. I saw the developer update, and I thought they were just talking about something else coming in the near future. No, they were talking about something they put on the PTR today. So, the first big piece of uh, news that came up with the PTR was the server browser. They, this is not shouldn't be too surprising to people. Uh, they did talk about adding a server browser, or at least wanting to add a server browser to the game during BlizzCon. Now, I'm curious to see how the community takes this because they're, give, they're putting a lot of power into the player's hands. Now, I will say we have not had a chance to test it on the PTR yet because when I got the PTR update, I went to go check out the PTR. They took the PTR down because of some instability issues, which I'm sure they're working on now. But, you know, with this server browser, basically, it's, it's going to allow a few things. First of all, good news for everybody who wants to, who likes to play custom games. Custom games will now give you experience. Yay. So, nice. That, that's going to be cool. I mean, like, the thing is, the server browser wouldn't work unless the custom games gave you experience. Because you just have the server browser up, and nobody would want to play those custom games. Yep. Right? They, they, they wouldn't want to play the custom games because they're not getting any experience for it. Yep. People barely want to play on the PTR now because you don't get any experience for it. The PTR is up, 
I want to spend the minimal amount of time on it just so I can get the feel of the changes because I want to get back to the main game so I could get my experience for loot boxes. I don't think people the, understand the concept of, you know, PTR. Like I said, it's just the sandbox site. That's it. You're only going to, well, I don't know. I use the term sandboxes. We have a testing well, environment we call it, you know, basically. That's all it is. You just go in there, do the bare base of what you got to do, make sure it works, and then, you know, go back to the real thing. Well, I mean, they literally put out a video about how they said, like, hey, the PTR <laughs> is just a way for us to make sure shit isn't fucking broken beyond repair. Not to take up, not to take personal feedback on it. So if people don't get it by now, I don't know what yeah. else more we can fucking do. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you know PTR, I mean? But the thing about getting people to test the PTR, like you're going to have a much lower sample size during an event on the PTR oh, yeah. if it was out of an event because people don't want to spend time and not get rewarded for it. In that same video, they said they were looking for ways to reward people in the PTR. I mean, the simple, the, the most simple way to do that would be to take the experience that you have on the PTR and apply that to your account. That would be, be the simplest way to do it. But I didn't see anything about that in the patch notes, so I'm not going to assume that they did that yet. Either way, uh, you know, you'll have a server browser where you can browse custom games. And in these custom games, you can they're saying they're going to give you a lot of options. Like You'll be able to change. Of course, you'll be able to pick maps, probably take maps out of rotation. You'll be able to change and remove individual character moves or block characters from the game's period. You could run a 24-7 Oasis server if you wanted to. Great. So this is how we get office and dust. <laughs> yeah. And, and for the honest with you, this is for the first this this is for a lot of people. This is their first time experiencing that. Playing on a 24-7, you know, Oasis server or Temple of Anubis or whatever, whatever your favorite now, map is. Now is this gonna come to console? Yeah. All right, then yeah, that'll be a lot of people's like, con especially for console, like that. That shit's not a thing. So it was in the beginning. Counter Strike for Xbox had a server browser. I was a good community member for Counter Strike for Xbox. I mean, the original Xbox. I used to leave my Xbox on overnight and turn it into a dedicated server for my people. <laughs> <laughs> Your people for my people. Yeah. They're not my people anymore, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you that's, I mean, that's pretty cool, the fact that you, you I mean, you'll be able to, obviously, there's going to be some things that people want to be able to do, but I think you even you can even change how fast, you know, points are taken, you know, like control points, stuff like that are taken, maybe how fast the payload moves, things like that. You can completely remove the, uh, like they said, they said that they were playing internally, and they completely removed the recharge time for Widow's uh, grappling hook. Uh, another thing that they said they did is they gave Roadhog, I guess, Roadhog or another character like three times the amount of health that he normally had <laughs> and made made it so he was like a boss. You know, and, and people had to kill him. So kind of like so, how he was in that, that raid mode. Yeah, I guess horde so. Horde mode, yeah. sorry. In horde, horde mode, mode, yeah. Yeah, so I basically... I had fun with that. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool because we talked about it last week. If you would have been here, we could have discussed it a bit. Oh later. my gosh! Well, that's what <laughs> happens when I miss thirty episodes. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's. I think this is, good. this is a good thing. We're right now in my. Well, I mean, obviously, it's going to take a bit more work, but we're really close to modding tools with this. 
to be honest with you. We're really close. Well, okay, you're shaking your head no. Why not, Mike? Why not no going to happen. Tools? Why? Because why would they give you modding tools when you could, like, mod skins and stuff like that when, like, they're like, oh, well, shit, we could have made a skin off that and made money, probably, for people trying to get it. Well, because the, the first of all, the mod the mods would have to go through Blizzard. Like, they can't just, it's not like mods like StarCraft, where you can actually download a mod and then just, you know, create your own server that way. All these servers are hosted by Blizzard, so any mods that they get or that are made would have to be actually approved uh, by Blizzard to be uploaded. You know, so Blizzard could easily say, no skins, no skin changes. And, I mean, Blizzard will be the ones that have to make the modding tools, right? So all they have to do is not include a... uh, not include an option to change skins. The modding tool could easily be a level designer that allows you to put jump pads in or change certain aspects of. Uh, so you, you know, want to forge? Kind of. I mean, like, I, actually, I want no. I want full modding tools. If I'm going to get my, I want full modding tools. But what you're saying that they wouldn't allow it because people can make skins. I well, monetary, they don't have I, to allow skins. I'm Maybe just, they don't. They don't have. They don't have. I'm to just saying the closest you're going to get to mining tools is going to be like a Halo Forge. Maybe that's better than what we have now. But even if they did allow for skins, those skins wouldn't didn't wouldn't necessarily be usable across the entire game. It would be right? only you know, on the servers that they're set up on at that point, right? Exactly. Once you step out of that mode, you're back to normal. You know, you, or you're back to whatever skins you have available. So, you know, modding tools are the next, that's like the next step. And that's, if you want true competition, modding tools brings that. Modding tools can bring you anti-cheat. Modding tools can bring you better hit sounds. Mm -hmm. Uh, Modding tools can bring you better crosshairs. They can do all that stuff. We'll say this. If there are going to be modding tools, it'll only be on PC. You won't see it on PS4. You might see it on Xbox One. I, I, I think, if anything, it's going to be on PS4 and Xbox One. Skyrim failed their mods. Well, Doom didn't. Like, Doom, Doom has a... Doom, Doom has, has a has, map editor thing, right? Whatever yeah, it's they called. Have, they have, like, full-blown modding tools uh, available. Now, whether people are using it or not on the Xbox is a different story. That's a different story. No, I'm talking about anybody PS4. Really used modding tools like, on I know Xbox is fine. Like Xbox, they haven't had issues with modding tools. PS4 has had issues with modding tools. Right. Well, that's that's a Sony issue. Unfortunately for all those players who play on PS4, that that is a Sony issue. They need to get and, more friendly. Right. And that's what I'm calling Microsoft. out. I'm saying Xbox is fine with modding tools, and so is PC. It's it's the PlayStation 4 that you're going to have the issues with. That's all I'm saying. Because of past, because of past issues that have occurred with other games. No, I can see that. That's fine. Yeah, you, I, I know Skyrim. The uh, it's the, not the, even it happening. Is, it's not happening, but it is on Xbox, unfortunately, and that's Sony's fault. Because now, if you have somebody who is that big of a fan of Overwatch, and they don't want to buy a PC to get it, and buying an Xbox and buying Overwatch, like if they're that big of a fan, I can see people doing that. You know, so that's that's more of a detriment to Sony. But I think these changes will definitely help get us closer to mining tools. I'm not saying they're coming soon, uh, but I think in order for Overwatch to survive, period, as a shooter, it needs to have modding tools. It has to. You know, that's that's I think that's the way it has to be because it needs to be able to grow past 
Blizzard. So we'll see, though. One, another thing they added was uh, CTF. They said they got a bunch of good feedback about CTF. From where? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone probably enjoyed playing it for the brief moment, but like... Like it Jeff Kaplan work. called his mom, like, Mom, how would you think about CTF? She's like, oh, it was glorious. Like, like I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, no one I talk to likes it. Uh, no one, I haven't seen any good things about CTF in the forums. Where is that feedback coming from? Not I even on Reddit. I wish they'd stop putting money into CTF and give me some of that horde mode back. Yeah, yeah. I would take horde <laughs> mode back. Yeah, so it's it was definitely... Um, I was very confused. I was perplexed by that comment, but I'm like, whatever. So CTF apparently had such a good response that CTF mode will be permanent as a custom game mode. No, I'm not kidding you. Speak into the microphone, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Mike is here. I'm trying not to cut you off. I'm just like, (laughs) this is a permanent custom game mode. It's a permanent custom game mode. I just don't feel yes. like this game is a CTF game. It's not. It's not. It's not uh, balanced for it. It's not designed for it. And it's just not good. It's not balanced for it. You're right. <laughs> but there are changes they could have made to make this event more balanced. The good news about this is that with the custom game mode, you're going to have more control over each match. So with CTF, you will be able to set it so that your cat, your flag has to be present to cap. That is going to be an option you can set. You can also change the flag pickup time to either instant or make it longer. And you can set it so that the flag can be dropped by either using movement or immunity abilities. Those are some of the biggest problems that people have. The reason why CTF is a shit show right now is that a Winston can come in, they can drop their bubble down take out the flag, as long as nobody comes into the bubble, right? As soon as he gets the flag, he jumps the fuck out of there, and then he just needs to survive for another five seconds so he could jump to another place. Like, once the flag was missing, it was pretty much a cap. And another reason that was the case was because whether your flag was there or not, you could still cap. So there's definitely steps they could have taken. They didn't want to. They basically gave us that game mode saying, hey, we know it's unbalanced, but you guys ask for CTF, here you go. Now, with these changes, I'm not saying it's going to be great. I just think it could be better and be tweaked. The more control they give us over each game mode, the better it will be. And actually, I think this is going to have a big impact on competitive Overwatch, too. Now, of course, uh, like you know, the, this, the Overwatch League is going to have a lot of money behind it. But if it, does, if it manages not to take off, because there's actually... Uh, a lot of talk about actually we talked about what was it last week or a week before that like what actually it was a week before that why overwatch is boring or why is it a boring esport to watch and uh people who watch overwatch esports tend to be pretty hardcore about it. there's nobody that's kind of casual about it you know and i think you know the overwatch league the success of it isn't 100 percent. i'll just say that much we'll see how it goes and how they treat it if that starts to kind of fall through we can see other leagues kind of break off right uh i would say that maybe mlg makes their own league or you know some other like um company makes their own league but that might be very difficult with a blizzard game because of how they do their licensing and how what their eula says about the game 
and running tournaments for it. But with these custom game modes, you can actually tweak character abilities uh, that you think maybe, uh, at least from, I guess I haven't played the PTR yet, so I don't know the extent of tweaking, but maybe make it so that, you know, if you think a character's ability isn't, uh, the cooldown is too long or it's too short, you can make that change now. You can tweak the game to be as competitive as, as possible. And that was one of my biggest gripes about, you know, Blizzard or any other company controlling their competitive community. Because they, they Overwatch or Blizzard as a company has to balance between the noobs and the pros, right? The people who are really good at that, they, have a, they, they try to close that gap because they want everybody to have a good time. Whereas the competitive community itself is going to strictly worry about making sure the game is as fair and competitive as, as possible. And with these changes, I think we'll see that we, uh, we might see some of these uh, other, uh, other websites or companies running leagues start to tweak the rules and tweak the characters in ways that we haven't seen. Oh, I thought you were going to say something, Bond. Were you just breathing? That's, well, it would open it more along the lines of how we used to have some more you know, competitive shooters and such. I think it might not be a bad idea. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, the reason why Counter-Strike, right? When you go to play Counter-Strike competitive, you know, or ranked mode in Counter-Strike, that's not just because the developers of Counter-Strike thought this is the best way to play the game on a competitive level. Uh They had, you know, over a decade of competitive Counter-Strike to take that from. Right. And learn from. And that's why it plays the way it plays right now. If you see these guys who are playing Quake, uh, comp- competitive Quake, uh, if they're still doing, I don't know. I haven't seen Quake live in a, in a, in a little bit, to be honest with you. They but, still you know, stream it and have tournaments, though. Yeah, I just I know it's not on a very large level, but if you watch that stuff, it's pretty intense because of how they they set up the rules. You know, they, it's as competitive as possible. There's no cheese, and I think that's really cool to watch watch two guys or two teams go, g- that are really good at this game give it their everything with no cheese at all. You right. know, and that's, you know, I think me and Mike talked about why I don't like watching Marvel at, 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 uh, at fighting game events because too much cheese. Marvel's one touch death and that can only be so much fun for so long. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I think all competitions should have the cheese removed from it but with the way competitive overwatch is right now they got to keep some of the cheese in because it kind of take you know they have to balance between the two so i think this is i think this is a good move and this is going to answer a lot of questions you know uh for you know how is blizzard going to handle these things they may let the community start to manage themselves a bit more actually in the video jeff kaplan did say they're going to be watching what settings people use and what settings are popular and how people feel about it because they may start incorporating that stuff themselves. So, I, I have zero bad things to say about this <laughs> right now. This is this is good. This is good for everybody. This is good for the community. Unless either of you can disagree. Nope. I think it would be good. Yeah, so. Now, there's also a new option coming. Not a, Well, it's not... Actually, I guess there's a new option for several characters. That when they have abilities that target people like Zarya with her projected barriers and yada with his orbs they can now change the sensitivity of that targeting like how easily 
it moves from one person to the other. So the affected characters are Anna with her Nano Boost, Mercy and Mercy with Guardian. Oh, I put Angle there. It's Angel. Sorry about that, guys. So it's Mercy <laughs> with Guardian, Angle, and Beam Targeting. Sombra's a Hack. Widowmaker's Grappling Hook, Zarya Projected Barrier, and like I said, Zenyatta's Harmony and Discord Orbs. They will na- You can now change the sensitivity on how quickly it moves from person to person. So I didn't even realize that was a big problem. I very rarely hit some, uh, g- give somebody the orb or a barrier that I didn't want to. You never had or, anyone run in front of you and take well, the that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, the, that's the only time, right? <laughs> when somebody jumps in front of me. So I wonder if that means if I have it on a on a high, on a lower sensitivity, right? That if somebody jumps in front of me, it's still targeting the person in, in front of them. I wonder if that's what that means. I'm, I want to try it too bad they'll the PTO probably, was They'll down. probably have to be like more in the way or like it, you probably won't switch targets as quickly, basically. Maybe, I don't know. Hopefully. If someone jumps does. in your way. Well, I'll check out the PTR this week. I'll let you guys know. So, we do have some new character balance. Stuff that we expected along the way. Mike has already shaken his head. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. So, Bastion. We knew some changes were coming. And I, you know what I don't like about Blizzard? They made a forum post. But, hey, we're trying some things internally. Here are some of the things we're trying out. Just instead of saying, you know, we're thinking about putting these things out... You know when Blizzard makes a blue post and says, ah, we're kind of sort of thinking about maybe doing this or that. They're probably going to do it because this is exactly what they said they were going to do in that forum post. So in Sentry Mode, the transformation time has been has decreased to one second from 1.5 seconds. So it's half a second shorter. The bullet spread for Bastion in Sentry Mode is now is increased by 50%. His bullet spread is always max. There is no point in time where you will be accurate with that. The magazine size has increased from 200 to 300, and all headshots and critical damage are gone. Good. That's that's great. They're re- they said they're trying to repurpose him as a tank buster. This that is how you do that in sentry mode. He will. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be less lethal to people who aren't tanks or smaller targets, but definitely it's not a it's not a death sentence to see him 30 meters away or 40 meters away right now. That's that's the thing. In recon mode, his bullet spread has been decreased by 25%. His magazine size has been increased from 25 from 5. Self-repair can be used while moving. Uh, damage doesn't interrupt it. It has a resource meter similar to Diva's defense matrix, and it is bound to secondary fire. So I'm curious to see how many times I'm going to see somebody shooting at a Bastion just to see that Bastion constantly healing themselves until the meter runs out. Uh, so Bastion may now be one of those characters that can contest a point for a little bit, you know. Uh, also, his tank, it's in tank mode or his ultimate, and he no longer gets bonus armor. But in tank and sentry form, he takes thirty-five percent less damage. It means you can't cheese it. You can't do the resur- You can't be like low health and all of a sudden be like at full fucking armor. Yeah, kind of yeah, like exactly. you know. Yeah, it's kind of like how uh, Winston can do that. He can go into his uh, ultimate. Yeah. Yeah, you won't be able to do that with him. Mm-mm. Which I'm yes. fine with. Because fuck that. <laughs> yeah. That, that's all this is telling with. me is I'm going to fuck him with Farah. Like, all this is like, 
Play Farah, yeah. blow him up. Well, blow him yeah. up all day. Not necessarily. Blow him up all day. Because he can really? go into... Really? With that spread? He can, he can go into sentry mode. Yeah, but he's still going to have to get up and move. His primary purpose... You ain't gonna hit I'm sorry, recon. He has the recon, and he can still I go... Yeah, he moves, yeah. he moves really slow. Let me tell you how rocket Yeah, but he can still targets. hit you with that gun. That's great. Heck. That's if he hits you. Like, Soldier is still probably more accurate than him. Right. You know, and Soldier has a hard time sometimes hitting Farah. Right. To be honest. And as all long as the Farah has I can good play aerial more. movement. What was that, Mike? All this is telling me I can play Farah more. That's I, I don't have to worry about Bastion now when I play Farah. That's well, all this, this is doing to me. Basically, like what they what their goal was with this change is to make Bastion, I guess, a less... They want him in recon mode way more. They don't just want him to sit there and be a sentry turret. One thing I do like about this, because I know I was very... Last week, I was like, they don't need to make a change to Bastion. Bastion's fine. I don't see how they could possibly make Bastion... You know, how this isn't going to be a mess, right? And I may go back to that once I play the PTR this week. So don't... I'm not saying that this is a good thing or not. The one good thing I can see say about it is that, you know, two weeks ago, I was talking about that Reinhardt needed a harder counter. They needed a harder counter to Reinhardt so that, it, you know, you just don't have two teams constantly bumping their, their rectangle shields together every match. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, now with Basham being more viable and possibly going into sentry mode for only for special occasions, like up close battles, maybe contesting a point, uh, possibly, you know, when he sees like a Reinhardt or a Roadhog, you know, now that Reinhardt, if there's a, if there's a Bastion on the other side of that, that shield is going to come down super fast. And I think that's kind of what you need. I think that's good. A, a Reinhardt that constantly, I'm sorry, that constantly has a shield broken is a sad sight. Yep. <laughs> it is. It's a sad sight. It's a useless Reinhardt. Yes. Reinhardt uh... useless. So that's, I mean, that's the thing. That's, but that's like, the... I'm I'm still going to point out the fact now that like this, people are going to have to use recon mode more. Like otherwise, you're just going to get set up to die. Because like, you're going to have if... to get up and move. You're right. You're going to have to get up and move. I can see them doing another, just like when they were messing around with with Sombra. I can see them making adjustments to this, possibly giving him a faster movement speed in recon mode. I would just want a quieter movement speed. <laughs> Well, for him, can to you just make him quieter? <laughs> for him to get a quieter movement speed, they'd actually have to reduce his damage. They'd have to. Re- they'd have to. They- he'd have to be less of a threat. Fine, increase his movement speed. Whatever. Yeah, because the truth of the matter is, if a Bastion, if you're contesting a point, I- and a Bastion gets on that point and goes into sentry mode, anybody inside that point, as long as he has line of sight on them, probably gonna get sprayed. They're probably gonna get sprayed down and die. Yeah, unless I'm in the sky. Unless you're in the sky, like I'm saying, like, like I'm, like, I'm like, like I'm pretty much just saying, though, like, that. unless that, sp- like, that spread, like, I'm, I'm literally just gonna play Farah even more now. That's all this is doing. Well, Farah was always supposed to be a counter for Bastion. Well, yeah, but if Bastion looks at you, like he could still mow you the fuck down from the sky. Now yes, it's not I, that. I now it's a, not. He can't do that. I always had a problem with that. Now I think that's gonna be way better. I think mm-hmm. I, I, I'm looking forward to that. I think it's gonna be way better. Way more. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be more balanced. Like I, said, I have to play it though to see how it plays out. The my only thing is that we're. 
hit the, my biggest problem with it right now is that players are lazy and <laughs> they don't want to change the way they play based on they don't they don't I shouldn't say yeah like they basically they they it's almost like they refuse to learn from their mistakes right you turn a corner you get sprayed down by Bastion why would you go around another corner without thinking he might be there you know like when a Bastion's on the field you have to play accordingly maybe even switch a character if there's not already a character on the field to to handle that threat but that but takes no. mental power and brain work and teamwork and I just don't care enough <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, Which I think is like the now, typical mindset. That Reinhardt Bastion, you know, combo is definitely going to be less of a threat. Like, that, you know, anytime you bring up Reinhardt Bastion, there's always a, an argument about, oh, well, if you're any good, you'll be able to deal with it. Not by myself. You know, that's the thing. You got to work with the team. And that's one of the biggest problems that unless you're already with an organized team, you're not going to get past that. It's a huge problem that you have to worry about two characters with four other characters on the field that you, 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 you don't have the capacity to focus on now. It's like you know? they have teamwork and you don't. What do you do? And they don't even need to have teamwork. <laughs> the only two people well, who need I to have synergy are that Bastion and shield in front of somebody. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, those are the only two people who need to have synergy. Other than that, you have a Sombra running around hacking people. You have a Genji running around fucking up Mercy. You know, stuff like that. So that's... I, I, Teamwork, I, I, cause chaos, make you run to Bastion, die. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> like, <Right>. I mean... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I, if you. If you're going up against a team that's using teamwork and your team isn't using teamwork, just kiss your ass goodbye. <laughs> like, I don't know what to right. tell you. I just think that... No, I, I do think that the Reinhardt-Bastion combo was a bit too much. Like, your team ha- would have to be fully organized to deal with that, right? Versus the other team who can kind of sort of just need to be, the, the team that's actually doing the Reinhardt Bastion. Two of those people need to be working together, maybe three. And then the other three can kind of be fucking around doing what they want. Like you didn't have to have the equal amount of teamwork. It was kind of like a lot, it's kind of a lopsided situation, in my opinion. So I'm of the mindset right now that it's still not going to matter too, too much for Bastion. I still think it's going to make him a little more playable, but I still think he's going to get wrecked hard. Uh, I think he's going to get wrecked hard, especially in the beginning, because players are still going to continue to try to play him the same way. You know how many people play Overwatch and don't pay attention to the updates? When they get a patch, they don't look at what's going on. Or they don't know what patches are live. Right. Like, I had people that have played Overwatch, I've played, people, uh, played with people on Overwatch that thought patches were live that were just talked about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, before the D.Va nerf happened, I was talking to somebody on Xbox and they're like, I don't play D.Va anymore because they nerfed her. I'm like, they didn't nerf her yet. She's still, you know, <laughs> overpowered, you know. So, that uh, unfortunately, a lot of the community is like that. Probably nobody who listens to this podcast, because if you listen to a podcast a lot of Overwatch, you're probably really fucking into it. And we keep you up to date. Yep. If you didn't know and you listen to this podcast, shame on you, not us. Not us. We did our part, right? Yep. You didn't because you weren't here. So, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep fucking with you on that. A couple of other balance changes: the the that diva change we mentioned last week, where the defense matrix has no minimum distance, that has taken effect now. Basically, if somebody gets hooked by Roadhog, 
and uh, gets and gets pulled in. If Diva puts her defense matrix over them while Roadhog shoots, nothing's gonna happen to that person. So I'm curious to see how many people actually do that. May can now be targeted by allies while in cryo freeze. So I guess maybe a Mercy can fly to her or maybe even get healed additional or, or faster while she's in cryo freeze to get her back into the action. That I think may have a bit be with coordinated teams, that may be uh, a bit more of a game changer than we think. So there's that. Uh, Mercy, here's a big one that they kind of just slid in there. <laughs> Mercy is now invincible while resurrecting. So you cannot kill Mercy while resurrecting. Dumb. In my opinion, completely unnecessary. <laughs> yes. I, I thought if anybody was going to have like that, Mikey, I thought it was going to be you. I mean, I'll take it and I'll abuse the fuck out of it, but let me tell you how dumb it is. Well, explain because no, you, you play everybody here. You play more than anybody. It's dumb. There, there's probably going to be dumb. a cooldown. Not a cooldown. There's probably going to be a very limited time for this. I dumb. would say at it's, the most, us probably a second and a half. No, dumb. it's the same amount of time that everybody just else enough has time for me to get the fuck out and didn't start doing it all over no, again. It's, when she's resurrecting, <laughs> she has the same because you know when everybody gets resurrected, they're invincible. Yep. It's the same amount of time. Isn't that like three seconds or two no, seconds? No, it can't be that much. Yes, it is. Hold on a second. Because we talked about it on another show. Uh, Was I there for that how one? long it is. <laughs> I just typed in resurrection time into Google without putting Overwatch. Of course, Jesus came up. Uh, <laughs> resurrection days. time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, when resurrected, there's a 2.25 second delay before teammates are fully revived. So 2.25 seconds. That Mercy will be invincible for 2.25 seconds while resurrecting. Now, Mike, you tell the people why it's dumb. Tell them why it's dumb. Use your words. <laughs> I mean, literally, I can just go run and hide, let team come back up, and then I'm just right back to doing what I was doing. No problem. No, no, no way to counter it. No way to do anything about it. I'm doing it. I'm getting out. Fuck you. Here's my whole team. Go deal with them. Yeah, it definitely it gives Mercy way more survivability now. I don't the thing is when people would dive in to and when people would dive into the middle of a group, right, and resurrect, I never really understood why. Because good you can Mercy's resurrect just pretty hide far behind away. A, yeah, good mercy's head behind a corner, and the only time that they fucking have to dive in is when their team was just really stupid and dove in without them without the mercy it happens a lot more than you might think <laughs> i'm sure you know yeah. but i mean I, I i'm see, aware i, I see, see people dive in as mercy but let's say a mercy does dive in right and then dies Duh, she still resurrected her entire team and odds are there's going to be a second healer there yeah but aren't those like the best play of the game <laughs> six man res headshotted Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Down you go. I, I'm sorry, but I think any I I I I think Mercy should never get play of the game. <laughs> Rude. I, Rude. I, How else are you gonna get? Even it? though I, even though it is the thing that turned around the game to get you to win, it shouldn't be play of the game. I don't think so. Even though it's the reason you won, it shouldn't be play of the game. No, because all because it is Bullshit. quite literally <laughs> pressing Q. 
It is, but I'm pressing Q at the right time to turn around the game and win it. It is quite literally pressing Q. Oh my god. It is what the- is Reaper? <laughs> die, die, no, die. Reaper Q, can easily... Q. First of all, Reaper. if Reaper does his ultimate at the wrong time, it's ineffective. Two, if he jumps into the Mercy middle of the group... Mercy res is one person. Ineffective. Him, if he is jumping into the middle of the group while they're all looking at him, he is going to die because they're going to gun him down. You need better timing with Reaper and usually need to get behind him. It is quite literally the Bullshit. easiest... Bullshit. easiest ultimate to do in the Bullshit. game you sit around that fucking corner you wait for the numbers to pile up and then you press q that and yet i still see people res one person so obviously <laughs> there's a lot of bad people who play this game see this is why okay. i said we need to turn our volumes down mikey because of what just <laughs> happened right there i'm aware i've turned it down a little bit oh uh, i don't smidge. think i turned mine down enough why we can't <laughs> have nice things well this is literally why we can't have nice things. <laughs> we'll just agree to disagree on that one. I don't uh, think I it'll. So. I don't think it'll be that bad. I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be that bad. No, nah, I, I think. It, it, I think once you see, because you know, Mercy used to resurrect. Five people will come back up, but at least you can kill that Mercy and stop them from getting heals again that quickly. Now. You got now you as soon as they come back up, they're instantaneously gonna be getting heals again. It's like having a whole a fresh team that uh, that you have like it's gonna put you in it's a bad like position. that's the purpose of her ultimate. Yeah, I was gonna say it's I don't <laughs> think it's gonna change a whole lot over the you know, the functionality's gonna change, sure. But the, the actual only thing that's gonna change itself, is like this are, the only thing that's gonna change is this. Look, you're gonna have to like bait Mercy out, get her to res. And then you're going to have to focus her down again and get past your team. But that's part here's of the, the problem. problem. Mercy, mercy is stays go- behind our team. Oh, yeah. Good mercy is going to be hard to get. Oh, damn. It's like playing your character right is like makes it hard. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> no, the, okay. First of all, let's get this back on track to the point where my counter argument is against Bond saying that it's not going to change much. It is going to change. Oh, okay. Much. It'll change that's, a that's little bit. That's what we're arguing yeah. here. Just so okay. we can get that straight. Now go ahead and continue, Mike. <laughs> I mean, it's going to change because you're going to have to then like focus. You're going to actually be like, okay, I have to kill the Mercy first. Oh, but the Mercy did put herself in a bad predicament. It's not like she's off in a corner or something like that. Unless she is in the corner and res like a smart person did. Um, but then you'd still have to deal with the Mercy regardless. That, but now, case, like a yes. dive bombing mercy, now you're like, okay, no matter what, whether they hid properly or not, you're going to have to play Hunt the Mercy like you should have done. Honestly, if the mercy reses the whole team, it's your fault for not killing the mercy first and not doing priority targets. That's first more of, all, of what I believe right there. If you all, don't kill the mercy after killing five of her teammates, that's your problem. Yep. Like, you should have killed the Mercy. That's if the Mercy was there in the first place, but how often do Mercies just come around the corner like, oh, okay, and then they just slide into the middle of a group and res. You didn't kill the the healer. Like, I don't know. Mercy, you act like Mercy has a regular sized body. She doesn't. Mercy has a small body. She's a hard target to hit purposefully for her survivability. It's like when you don't kill the Symmetra and she burns your team down. The problem it's like is, that. Why did you kill and, the Symmetra? Symmetra is very <laughs> difficult. Part of the reason why Symmetra is OP right now is because of how difficult she is to hit 
while she can still hit you. The problem isn't that Mercy reses or bring her teams back. The problem is that there's no right, there, there will be no counter to oh, her I'm, ultimate. I'm, Part of I'm countering her ultimate before was being able to kill her once she resurrected because at least their team would not have full heals. Not disagreeing now with that. that. I'm but I'm not going to commence I'm not going to be like it sucks when Mercy reses the team. Uh when like you should just Nobody ever said Mercy. that. That's why that's why I clarified the arguing point before we got into this. Because every time we do something like this, you try to flip it over to some type of other argument. I wasn't arguing with you about Mercy being able to res her team. That's the whole purpose <laughs> of the ultimate. That's the whole you purpose of the ultimate. You were talking about Mercy not getting deserving play of the game ever. Dude, we moved of on from that. Okay. <laughs> why are you bringing old shit up? Are you an archaeologist? Oh my digging gosh. old shit up? Come on, Mike. I am all for puns. And jokes, but that's <laughs> awful. You are fired. You're an archaeologist. <laughs> no. You're hanging sh- out with Nick What's way that? too long. Oh, Nick, you said? Yeah, you've been hanging with Nick <laughs> way too long. Or not yeah. enough, because that pun wasn't even good for Nick. <laughs> we'll see. Nick is going to listen to this, and he's going to let me know. Okay. <laughs> anyway, like I said, the point that we were arguing was that was about her being invincible, not about her getting play of the game. I yeah, still think she bullshit. shouldn't get play of the game because she is fucking cute. I mean, you can, you can think on. that, but whatever. <laughs> we moved on from that. What I'm saying now is that now that she's invincible, her ultimate is there's like really no counter to it at all. Don't get me right. wrong. She, when she would do it before, fine. She would still get the team up, but you'd have a chance to kill her to hamper their healing ability, which means even if the other team did res, if you're outputting enough damage, you can still put them back down faster. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, no, there's there's no counter to Mercy's res except for killing Mercy. Uh, we're uh, talking about <laughs> we're talking prior, about after prior to her ulting. Like, obviously. Well, there, I mean, there's there's no that's, ult, that's no not counter. countering that's not countering her, her ultimate, ultimate no, because she still has no. it. It's the only way to counter her ultimate is to kill her before you kill the rest of the team. Right, but that's the thing. Like, if, if which is play, what you should do anyway. If you're playing a decent mercy, if you're playing a decent mercy, let's say a decent mercy for whatever reason that didn't have to hi- that didn't hide and is in plain view before she reses. Right now, she's gonna ha- if she reses her whole team, she's gonna have her whole team sitting there in front of her. Why didn't the sniper and, or someone k- take her out when she's by herself away from her, like? Like, so here's here's the predicament. We're literally saying, like, five people in the center died, and no one thought to get the Mercy that's off on the side also, that you can see the beam coming also, out of. Also, no one's paying attention to a Mercy that's not there, but knowing that she should be. I don't know about you, but I keep my head on a freaking swivel, and anytime something like that happens, I react. I don't think this is going to be as big of a problem as you guys are making it out. No, today. it's going to be a problem, but like I I'm agreeing like there's no counter now to her mer- to mercy except for doing what you should have fucking been doing to begin with. Well, if you could have done that in the first place then it's not an issue. We're talking about a mercy who's alive, who mm-hmm. who survived, who moves mm-hmm. from character to character, has a small body, she's hard to hit, you know? That that's what I'm saying. Like we we we're, 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 we're not even at this point we're kind of not even arguing because <laughs> we agree that the uh, that the counterability of her ultimate has diminished severely because of this. Yeah, like basically countering an alt is making is making somebody use it and then making it ineffective, right? But the na- yeah, I'm just saying like now it's harder, but now the name of the game is even more so now than it was before. 
what do I do about Mercy? You fucking kill her before you, you kill anything else. You kill her, but that's not that's not count. That's not a counter because if you kill her before she ults, she she still has her ultimate. You kill her, yeah, after- but she's dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not a she's counter. She's not to there Mercy to either. ult. Therefore, she's not. She can't ult. No, well, it, it's in term, maybe just in terms of definition for countering and ult. Yeah. It's it's for like countering an ult. So, it's for, not for a example, counter. soldier pops his ult. I hook him with Roadhog. I plug him in the face. That's a that's a soldier counter. That's you a know? counter. Okay. That's a sol- That's a soldier counter. Reaper, same thing. I you know he does his ultimate. I'm Diva. I defense Matrix the whole thing. That that that's okay. Couldn't, it makes his ult. In couldn't effect. couldn't then like hold on. Couldn't like Mercy Res. Farah does justice reigns from above, kills everybody anyway. Is that not a counter to Mercy Res? If she manages it, sure. Zarya Orb pulls them all in after Mercy Reses. Is that if, not a counter to Mercy Res? If she manages it, but like, you know we, do, we really don't. We, <laughs> don't, we don't count. Under that, under, under that definition of hooking a soldier and killing him after he's activated ultimate is a counter. Then those but, uh, qualify as counters The hook's not an ultimate. Well. The hook's not an what? ultimate. What is? The, well, you you just said you know you know death rain. Well, well, justice. Sorry, justice rains from above. That's a that's an ultimate to counter an ultimate. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Zarya Orb is an ultimate yeah. to counter an ultimate. You know. Yeah, it's like equal power balance each other out. It's a it's not a to mention thing. if unless <laughs> every you know if everybody the thing about Farrah if everybody's not in a cluster in a group. Her ultimate's not going to be as effective. Guess what happens when Mercy reses? People typically have to be in this like area of effect where she can actually do that. A huge area of effect. Not as it's not that big. She it, she has you can, at least you 10, can just as rains and she kill has a, everything. She has a radius of ten meters. She has a radius of ten meters. You can just as rains and kill everything she reses. She's just, okay. So. See, we're about to get way too specific. I'm not even gonna say what you I was about called to say. out counters. I'm proving. I'm showing you counters to after the fact of the Q being pressed because that was your definition. Roadhog hook soldier pull kill. That's a counter to you. I'm showing you based off that counters to mercy res. So at this just, point, you guys were that is you guys were complaining about we are, people being we lazy. We are arguing semantics for no fucking reason <laughs> at this point because we both agree the buff is bullshit, but for some reason we did this anyway. So this right here, I feel like well, all it'll do is go and force people to be a little smarter about how they play. Seeing how you guys were complaining, oh my goodness, they're so lazy. Players are lazy now. Okay, now. And, if they read the patch the notes are lazy. and they see that this goes through, because as we all know, we discussed here earlier, they don't read the patch notes. It's going to go through. They're going to have to learn how to counter this, too. I think it's going to add a layer of... Uh, it's going to add there another little no bit counter. of a layer to the game. And Mikey, I see you mouthing something over there. What you talking about? <laughs> there is there is no counter. I don't think it'll be it, that big of an issue. Her. You can't kill her. You can kill the targets that she brings back as soon as they're you done. You can focus but... her down and still easily obliterate her. It's not a problem. You because can focus you do her down as about as time. easy. If you can yeah. focus down and obliterate the mercy, she would have never had a Why chance didn't you to do it in the first if place. You, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think the kids these days are saying, <clears throat> get good. So, <laughs> Bond, you know, if anybody needs to say that when it comes to Overwatch right now, you need to say it to yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll go on opposite teams if you want to test that. <laughs> 
oh, Bond, <laughs> you don't want to take this path. <laughs> you don't want to take this road. Hey, man, if you're afraid now, to go and do it, you, don't worry about it, man. I'm, I'm not going to hold it against you. 1v1 me, bro. 1v1 <laughs> me. Did we not have a show where we talked about 1v1 me, bro, and Overwatch and yeah, how stupid it is? Exactly. <laughs> okay, thank you. No, that's the thing. Like, If Mercy was that easy to take out, then it wouldn't be an issue. I can see it's a stupid buff. Because she doesn't have survivability issues, unless her team is not helping her at all. Which how I often mean, really is that? Even if her team she still isn't regens, really... she still regens health after like one second too. Like so through that through that res through that res time, she's regenerating her health if you damaged her mid flight to res. Yeah. Even like... if her team is not helping her at all, she can still help herself by flying away constantly. Even if a Winston right is trying to stay on top of her, Winston is has is four seconds behind her on the cooldown. You know? Mm-hmm. We're not talking about idiot mercies here. We're talking about decent, middle-of-the-road mercies. It's going to be easier to mercy at this point. That's the bottom line. I mean, yeah, but don't they want people to start playing mercy instead of Anna and Lucio anyway? Yeah, but they need... Well, the thing is, people are still playing Anna because she's still viable for that triple tank meta. Even with the even with the nerfs we have seen over the past two weeks, so she's still viable for that. And Lucio, he's an AoE healer! Uh-huh. He's an AOE healer. The only way Lucio is not going to be played is he is not an AOE healer. It's those kits. Yep, it's the kits. It's all on the kit. Yep. <laughs> so that that's how it is. There was one other um, change on the PTR. It's the Eichenwald, which now the second gate. This is going into that castle. The second gate no longer closes after the payload passes through. Now it's just partially blocked. So there will be three entrances. Well, I technically speaking, four entrances to Icon to, to the Iconwall Castle now, once the payload is through. Because one of the one Iconwald was always defender friendly. But it gets super defender friendly after that. The payload gets stuck in that first hallway a lot. Because now the 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 offense or the attackers uh-huh. have two choke points to choose that they have to choose from. Two choke points to come through. So, yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's a good change. No, I mean, everyone bitched about it for the longest time. We're like, this gate is literally, like, we work this hard to bust the gate down, and then it just comes right back fucking down. Yes, exactly. Like, it's like, cool. Well, you, why did we even bust, why did we even bust the gate down to begin with? Why didn't we just gate, yes. say screw the gate? But what about second gate? <laughs> I was like, what's the point of breaking the first gate down if we just could walk past it? Like, we're going to have to anyway. It yeah. doesn't make sense. Exactly. Whatever. So that's, um, that's possibly, I could say their initial reasoning might have been it gives, you know, the defenders time to get back, perhaps. The defenders have spawn advantage. The defenders do not need. Yeah, they've got like two seconds to get back to like to the fucking point. Like that, their spawn room is like so close to the point. It's not even. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, the the defenders at that last point, defenders have spawn advantage. Mm-hmm. So that they, easily the need. easily spawn. I advantage. just just trying to give the benefit of the doubt at that point as to why that happened. No, nope, no benefit of the doubt. Shoot them down. <laughs> <laughs> no mercy. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, let's finally move on from the PTR stuff. Let's talk about Terry Crews. I'm really glad you're back, Bond, because mm. you were a huge advocate of Terry Crews being Doomfist. For anybody who has not seen this video, I am putting it into the show notes. I highly recommend you watch it. It is Terry Crews doing a read as Doomfist. 
And as much as I like Terry Crews, right, as an actor, fucking love white girls or white <laughs> chicks, you know, loved it. He should not be voicing characters because he basically the character will just sound like him as we prove as this video proves. He's not giving the character its own personality. He's not. He's not a voice actor. Again. He's not a voice actor. Going out there with the benefit of the doubt. This wasn't anything official put out by Blizzard. And I feel like if he, if they had, if this was something officially sponsored by Blizzard, yes, I would be all on board. But I'd be like, no, as much as I want to see this, I can't go and do this. However, this isn't something that was officially put out by them. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt for the time being. I will, if this is something that's actually going to happen, I'm going to wait if Blizzard, until... If they- <laughs> There is animation that's done for Doomfist that has Terry Crews doing it. This podcast is a series of arguments <laughs> that I have with you two. <laughs> that's what this podcast is. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you with the Terry Crews thing. He's it's I, literally not Doomfist anymore. It's Terry Crews with a fist. Yeah, like, like he, like it's, I said, he's, he's it's, not a bad actor. It's not he can't re- do the reads either. But when you have these characters, you have to, these characters need to have their own life. Every voice actor in Overwatch, almost every voice actor in Overwatch, has given the character its own life, either by being a great voice actor or by not being well known. And I'm not going to get too too deep into that. But some of the characters sound like they're voice actors or actresses in real life. To be honest with mm-hmm. you, they do. So, to me, that's not great voice acting. But, um, you know, Terry Crews is very well known. Every time I use Doomfist, I don't want to be thinking, oh, uh, you know, oh, I'm picking Terry Crews. I want Doomfist to have his own personality that's powered by his voice. And mm-hmm. I, this video kind of cements the fact that Terry Crews just can't do that. You mean you don't want to think about Old Spice every time, like, you press Q? Exactly. I, every time <laughs> Doomfist talks, I don't need it to be a comedy cue. You know, like uh, that's, that's, I don't I don't need to have I don't, I don't need to have a laugh track behind it. You know, that's what I'm saying. And I'm and I'm this this video is if Blizzard put out a video like this, it will be too late. It will be too late because that means he already has the part. Odds are, if they're talking with him right now like this, it's probably already that he has the part. That's not true. People visit Blizzard all the time. You could go to Blizzard right now and like get in there. Like you, it, it, it's not, it's not he on an island somewhere locked away or something that he doesn't. He, from what you're saying right now, he just visited. Then why is he going out and putting out a video with Doomfist references in it like this? I think that First it's probably all, he didn't put this video. It's probably already there. It, it it's probably he, already happened. He didn't at this put this point. video out. He didn't put this video out. Did you watch the video? I did. So whatever. He, he still did Doomfist stuff in a video when it wasn't officially from Blizzard. Now, I would say that if that's if that's the case, there's a chance that it's already probably going that way with Doomfist. Because look at what they did with uh, with uh, Sombra. She wasn't even originally supposed to be the character she turned out to be. There's a chance that Blizzard just took this from the community and tried to move on to it. They originally there's have a, a chance, yes. There is a chance that it probably if did. He's, if he's actually doing voice work for Doomfist, he'd probably be not. He'd probably not be talking about it right now. Odds are, odds are, if he actually did voice work for Doomfist, he wouldn't be talking about it right now. Blizzard has celebrities come to their studios all the time and, or to their office all the time and get tours and stuff like that. Yep. 
I mean, podcasters go in there or, uh, you know, YouTubers, they go there. Just because you're at Blizzard, especially somebody of his status, doesn't mean you're actually... Like, fucking cosplayers go there all the time. Invited. So, mm-hmm. Terry Crews probably... I mean, Blizzard obviously knows that people want Terry Crews or people were suggesting Terry Crews for Doomfist or they like the idea of Terry Crews for Doomfist. And they're like, hey, why don't you come out? Because he's a fucking celebrity. That happens. All right. So that being said, even though I'm arguing here for Terry Crews, or, you know, the benefit of the doubt, I should say, I like Terry Crews, too. He was hilarious in everything I've seen him in. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you know, collided with the chance of meatballs, you know, and even white girls and stuff like that, or white chicks. I, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. That being said, I don't want Doomfist to be a joke character, especially coming from somebody who I, like we said earlier with Mikey, I'm, I'm with Mikey on this one. I like to immerse myself in a game. All right. So if he goes and does this and he's listening to this because he listens to our podcast, I am hoping very much that <laughs> I'm hoping to like, please, you know, take it very seriously. Much like, uh, you know, I met John Bernthal at a con uh, about a year ago, Rhode Island Comic Con. And somebody was like, hey, you know, he was telling the story about how somebody, when he was looking up to do The Punisher, he went to get a whole bunch of comics. And the guy was like, don't screw this up. And he's like, don't worry. He's like, I will take this seriously. I want Tara Cruz to take that same approach. If you're going to do this, do it right for the, you know, for the fans. Well, that's Which the thing. Punisher? First of- hmm? John Bernthal. Which- was it? Oh, Daredevil Punisher? Yes. Before the, uh, okay, the spinoff okay, went pu- through there, yeah. Good Punisher. Okay, I just wanted to make sure Not we were Thomas talking about Jane that Punisher. shitty movie Punisher. <laughs> There's okay, a huge good. difference between what you just talked about with the Punisher and Terry Crews. The Punisher's source material is already there. We know a shit ton about Frank Castle from over right. the years, right? With Doomfist, Blizzard doesn't even know what Doomfist is going to be yet or what his backstory is. Okay, let you know? me clarify. Please don't do normal Terry Crews Old Spice. As funny as that would be, it would be hilarious. Please don't do that. You know, own the character, be unique to it, and make it something that the community is going to love. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's what you're hoping for. And what I'm saying (laughs) is that I think this video shows that that is not the case. That that won't happen. He's an actor. So, of course, he can act a part, but he's not a voice actor. He's not going to bring, you know, if, if I, if, you know, he's not going to bring, like, for example, look at Reinhardt's voice actor. You would never imagine that that guy was Reinhardt. He gave Reinhardt his own personality, his own voice. Every character, in my opinion, should have their own voice. Uh, I saw that video there, uh, or the one where Lucio's going around filming it at one of the cons or whatever. I saw that one there. I liked. Uh, I thought uh, McCree, McCree's voice was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Well, I think. Well, that guy. I actually he does everything right. He, lo- <laughs> he looks like he sounds like. He looks and sounds like McCree. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his voice doesn't do that normally. Uh, so I don't that's know. All the, I'm saying. the Torbjorn one was pretty damn funny, but Lucio looked exactly like what I'd picture him. <laughs> yeah. So I, I all I want is at least I like Terry Crews. I just don't think. He's a man for this job. That I'm gonna, I'm, uh, I'm gonna try to be optimistic for a change. And I'm gonna hope for the best here. I yeah. feel like you're not, you're optimistic all the time. I this isn't a change try for you. to be as much as I possibly can be, but I'm also realistic. If that's like I said, if it's gonna happen that way, I try to give people the benefit of doubt as much as I can. All right. Right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, 
I will hope for the best too. I don't want to. I don't want to see him fail. I'd rather him do a good job, right? Honestly, but I just don't think he will. So I don't want him to try. That's all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Unless they're going in the complete opposite direction with Doomfist, and it's going to be the little kid from the video. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. That'll be cheesy, but whatever. We'll see though. Uh, moving on, let's get into weekly updates. Weekly updates. Yeah, a little different, huh? That's right. Weekly updates not at the end of the show. It ain't over yet, <laughs> folks. It ain't over. But uh, we will. Uh, yeah, I, I, I said this like four episodes ago. I need to bring weekly updates back. I got the little voice thing for it. It needs to happen on a weekly basis. Or other than that, it's not weekly, weekly. updates should be weekly. What? <laughs> yeah, other than that, it's what? not weekly updates. It's just sometimes updates. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Up- yeah. When I feel like it updates. <laughs> yeah, when I remember it updates. So, first up, we have a bunch of South Korean players banned. 22,865. That's two twos, eight, six, and a five gone banned for i i thought I, well i guess it's you know uh oh there's two aim botting and maybe wall hacking <laughs> stuff like that but i think one of the biggest uh forms of um hacking that they did was what's called nuking which is like a low-end ddos attack where mm. you know when oh, the blizzard client detects what ip addresses your enemy, everybody is. And whoever's not on your team, you basically start flooding them with packets. That's what it is. So that they, so that they get lag and latency. And that's what a lot of them were doing. So, yeah, it's like 22,865 at the end of January. And I think on February 1st, they banned another 575 accounts. So, yeah. Goodbye, South Korean players who are probably on your second accounts now because you just went out and bought another account. So <laughs> even though I have heard from people that got banned before that when they would buy a second account, it would still like basically that second account would get banned, too. So I don't know if Blizzard is actually putting something like in the registry or something like that on the computers or what. But I thought that's pretty interesting uh, if they are doing it now. Next up, Lucio is going to be a Heroes of the Storm character, which I thought that was pretty cool. He can wall ride, he can That's heal, he can boop, you know. It's like it's like they just took his kit and put it into a MOBA. Yeah. It's <laughs> well, they, like, huh. I did, it's like, I, hmm. I did see like they one, actually, sorry, go I ahead. did see <laughs> one extra move. Where it's like reverse amp? Did you see that? Yeah, there, remember because it's all because everyone in Heroes of the Storm has two ultimates, right? And you pick one of the two. So they basically said, "Well, what's the opposite of Lucio's? Oh yeah, we'll just slow the enemy and drain them, maybe." That's what it does. I, like, I couldn't tell if it was draining or not. I didn't see health bars. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, was, like, I was actually gonna. If you're in you. the area, I imagine if you're in the area, it slows you down. It drains you. That's what I, th- I thought. That's what I thought, too. But I, there's not a lot of details. At least I... This isn't a Heroes of the Storm podcast, obviously. So I really didn't look up the details. Seeing that I rarely play Heroes of the Storm. Even though I, I like that game. I don't know why I don't play it more, to be honest with you. Zarya is fun. Yeah. I like, like playing Zarya. The game, I like playing Zagara. Like, I really enjoy playing the Zerg Queen, but... It's a chill MOBA. Monk. Yeah, it Monk is. all chill the way. 
Go Chen or uh, go Diablo Monk. Most fun I had in that game in a while. Mikey just said you can kiss his ass. He just told me that over time. That is the most selfish support. <laughs> the most selfish support I've ever seen in my life is the Diablo Monk. Yeah. I got tons of kills. So I don't know what you're talking about. I had a good time. Selfish exactly. support. Exactly. For some reason, he's in the support class. <laughs> but no, I just, I, anyways. Continue. You get Mikey frustrated. It's so easy to tell Mikey. You know, uh, you know somebody who listens to this show talk, talk, talk told me about that. Mm. They love listening to the show to watch me to listen to me tilt you <laughs> on a weekly basis. <laughs> well, I mean, they're getting their money's worth till this week. They got a whole fucking rant. Like, oh uh, yeah. So yeah, over that, nothing because we agreed. Because we, and agreed. I was still tilted. That's how much we, I was we tilted because we agreed. <laughs> we argue when we agree with each other. <laughs> I have to argue with you. On the level of agreement we have. Because I agree with you. I just can't completely agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, so what else we have? Uh, Blizzard, they actually had... I don't, I don't want to call them announcements, but uh, Blizzard had uh, two things that kind of came out over the last week. Or two... Yeah, actually it was about the last week. Talking about... Uh, one was talking about people who play Overwatch on console that use mouse and keyboard. Uh, they they definitely object to that. Basically, Blizzard saying that they have contact. Oh, apparently, this is a big problem because I think somebody brought up the fact that most top players use you know like an input device that allows them to use mouse and keyboard uh-huh. on the Xbox or the PS4. And Blizzard says and... that they have contacted both first party console manufacturers and expressed our concern about the use of mouse and keyboard and input conversion devices. We have lobbied and will continue to lobby for first-party console manufacturers to either disallow mouse and keyboard input converted devices or openly and easily support keyboards, keyboard for all players. I mean, doesn't PS4 sell a mouse and keyboard combo to go with the PS4 now? They do, but each game has to turn on the support for it. That's the difference. Oh, okay. So if Overwatch says we don't want console players playing with a uh, with keyboard and mouse because we know most of them won't, then they turn it off. So actually, PS4 already has their answer. They can turn on mouse and keyboard support in that game for PS4. On Xbox, right. I don't think they have that answer, though, to be honest with you. Sorry about you. <laughs> yeah. They and it's a, it is a problem because you know it, it it drains the fun out of the game, you know anybody who, and it defeats the purpose of their balance changes that were at one time supposed to be separate between PC and it hasn't happened. Yeah, it should has not been separate since then. It's intended. They and tried. They it's not possible. <laughs> that Bart Simpson <laughs> meme. At least you tried. Like <laughs> they did one patch that they did. No, there were there was like one patch for Torbjorn and Symmetra got. Buffs and nerfs that were on that, PC. That, that Symmetra nerf that nobody asked for? <laughs> <laughs> and they refused to revert? I didn't say it was good. I just said it happened. <laughs> You're just saying they did it. They kept their promise. For one patch. I'll give you that. They, <laughs> they kept their promise for one patch. You are 100% correct about that. So, yeah, this is, a, this is a huge problem. I will say this for Xbox users. And for anybody who listens to this show, I highly, even if you're doing it, I highly recommend you don't, and here's why. Microsoft, 
is uh, there's a question mark on whether those devices are well. First of all, they're not licensed. I'll tell you that much. But there's a question mark on whether those devices are considered hacks or not. Right? Uh. Microsoft logs any device you connect to your your Xbox. If it's anything like the 360, I, I'll say this. I don't know about the Xbox One, but on the 360, Microsoft would log any device that was connected to it via USB or uh, modded for it. You know, if you if you had if you had your Xbox 360 modded, it would log the devices. And when Microsoft finally decided to do something about it, you'd see mass band waves go out. I can't tell you how many people I know that got a modded Xbox and then all of a sudden had it banned out of nowhere. Like these Blizzard the bands. What's that? The 360s? Yeah, 360s. Or the Xbox originals? The 360s. Microsoft oh, okay, didn't get yeah. too shit. 360s got banned left and right. Yeah. The originals weren't. I had that shit like, I was running Marvel's Capcom 2. Yeah. All that shit. <laughs> Middle Wolf Chaos. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. moving on. My, my, my <laughs> Xbox was my, uh, was it, what, what does Nintendo call their eShop? It's the eShop, right? They're my <laughs> Xbox, my original Xbox was the Nintendo eShop before the Nintendo eShop existed, okay? But yeah, the Xbox 360s got banned <laughs> left and right. And people were like, what? Like, I had this thing modded for like a year. What happened? And it's because they log those devices. So if Microsoft is taking a look at it, like, look, these people who have these devices are ruining the games because it gives them an unfair advantage. Bam, brick the Xboxes. Now you're fucked, even if you stopped using said device. That's even if you fish. stopped using said device, you are fucked. So I just wouldn't use it. Not to mention, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Now see, this right here might get me into console gaming, but not for the multiplayer aspect of it. I love the Halo series. I've wanted to play the Halo series for years, but I'm not very good at console ga- shooters with a controller. It just mm. didn't feel intuitive or natural to me. Something like this would actually get me into playing some games on console, I think, a lot more. <laughs> I don't Selfish so. I think reasons, though. I think you'd be incredibly bored because Halo, the guns are balanced for controller. If you put a mouse and keyboard on those guns, you know how easy that game would be? Put it on the hardest setting. Still easy. I mean, shit, I can run through the hardest setting on Halo yeah. with a controller, you know? It's, yeah, it's just, it's, it'll be too, it'll be way too easy. Uh, well, way too easy for you. Honestly, I'm not too experienced when it comes to consoles these days. I don't really play them too much anymore, so I will take your word on that point then. And that's kind of yeah. That well, that's one of the reasons why controls for shooters on consoles have gotten so much better because they stopped treating them like they were PCs. They stopped treating them like they were PCs. They started uh, making changes with the aim assist. And, you know, and, and how that works and how the guns are balanced. Or even how the guns work in general. I mean, think about that first Halo. Like, what was it? Not the battle rifle, but the, the default, like, gun. I forget what the name of the fucking uh, the gun is. The pistol or... No, not the pistol. Burst rifle, the, 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 yeah, the Yeah, the burst, like, the assault yeah, rifle. Yeah, the burst one. It was just a big circle. It was just a circle. Like, that was it. <laughs> you know, like, it didn't even have a, a, a true crosshair. So, yeah, I don't think you'd really enjoy that, to be honest with you. Uh, well, carry on. <laughs> yeah so the second thing that blizzard talked about and this was mainly on the forums and for the guys who play comp a lot i think this is a, a good thing uh you know somebody brought up the fact that they're seeing d rankers a lot and i haven't really seen d rankers but that's because i haven't played comp this season all that much and i'm sitting like low platinum on all of my accounts i can almost guarantee 
that these like, guys who are who are in Diamond League and trying to climb or high platinum, they're probably seeing D rankers all the time. Because actually, I know I know a guy, a good kid, who made masters. But out of all, I, yeah, he made masters. But out of all of his friends, he was the only one who made masters. He, I think, he placed in platinum, made it to masters. Now he's like, dude, I want to derank because I can't play with any of my friends. I'm like, dude, you just gotta play him with quick play, dog. Like, you, you just gotta, <laughs> you, know, you just gotta quick play that shit. So you know, I, I understand it, but people like people are doing it again, like like with full teams, you know. Or sometimes you'll have one person come into a match, I and mean, we talked about the, the power of one person before. One person come to match, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna try to derank and. They they just throw a whole match for you, yeah. Fuck those guys. But that, what Jeff Kaplan is saying is that uh, actually I'll read you exactly what he said. Is we are strongly opposed to this behavior and working on a policy to make it consistently actionable and detectable. That's the important part. Even if you are a six person team, intentionally losing to lower your skill rank is not acceptable. For now, feel free to use the reporting system and choose griefing and activity to report this coming soon to console that's right because you can't on console right now you actually cannot do a report the way you can on pc you know what they need to allow on console mm. like blocking they need to allow you to block on console because you can't do that either but that's a discussion for another day <laughs> um but yeah for with they're saying they're, they're gonna make it detectable and i think that's awesome I'm, i just don't know how they're gonna do that how do you detect somebody who's intentionally deranking versus somebody who's just on a losing streak. You know? How do you detect that? Maybe they'll have a lower threshold for those reports. For, like, a report. Because right now, like, if somebody... The griefing and activity report, I think you have to get hit with a bunch of those in a certain amount of time uh, in order to actually um, get get banned for it or get punished for it. Maybe they'll just have a low threshold and I'm, I don't know. But help is on the way, so people should, I don't know, I think should be excited about that, to be honest. So, that's pretty cool. Uh, but let's move on to our community feedback. Got a couple, actually, we didn't get a reply last week about the LFG topic. I know it was actually kind of a kind of a weak topic uh, to talk about, because I don't think a lot of you guys do LFGs. Good news, Overwatch LF is back. I have not had a chance to use it though. Like I just checked it out today. It is back, but and, and actually it came back. Um, who brought it back? The guys who make Destiny LFG brought it back. The only problem I'm seeing, and actually that's kind of going away right now. Yeah, earlier when I checked it out, there was like one post every two hours. Right now there's a post every few minutes, and that's the way. That's why Overwatch LF was so that why i felt it was the best because it, you, you can so like people were always posting on it so i guess i'm not going to get too big i'm not going to get too deep into that right now i'm gonna test it out throughout the week and see how it goes i don't know maybe this last week of competitive cause i do think competitive is actually going to be ending um next thursday i predict that competitive will end next thursday jeff kaplan already said that right at, that soon after the valentine's day event was over competitive mode or the competitive season is going to end i think it's going to end on the 16th week break come back the week after that so we'll see but uh yeah we didn't get any responses from that about the lfg topic so that's fine i know like so it's kind of a weak topic so that that's my fault that's my failure 
We did get a response from Eagle Eyes talking about Church of Ja, though. Came to my defense from an attack from Mikey, you know, talking about the Church of Ja. Here's what she said. Absolutely. You know, we had a conversation last week, me and Mike. Um, he broke out talking about my ego, which we're not going to get back into that. And he says that I gave myself my own hashtag, my own church. And I had to explain to him, like, no, I, first of all, I didn't make them my own hashtag. Specifically, Eagle Eyes made that hashtag. And that Church of Jaw wasn't about Jaw. It's about the people. It's about community. It's about family. That's what oh. I said last week. And here is what, oh, you got something to say, Bond? You hold on to that thought. So <laughs> this is what Eagle Eyes had to say. Ab- absolutely right. Church of Jaw is about community. Someone who speaks for the people has a big voice might come off as ego. My ego. Sorry. Might come off as ego. Amen to that, Eagle. Amen to that <laughs> i'm just looking at mike's face you know and he he disagrees obviously looking at his face it's fine the people have their voice they can, <laughs> they can have their voice <laughs> but here like you know and and actually what i thought was interesting from that uh interaction not from eagle eyes right but you know somebody came, well i should say yeah somebody kind of came to mike's rescue last week but he didn't want the responsibility. Steve Watch on Twitter says, you know, at Ja, thanks for the shout out on the last episode. As for all the Church of Ja talk, when are we getting Cult of Keylock? I'm like, that's perfect. That's perfect. You have your own <laughs> hashtag now, Mike. You have the Cult of Keylock. Why don't you want to take this mantle? The people need to know. Oh. <laughs> I hope. I wish. I wish we did video uh, podcasts so that people could see your face right now. Because <laughs> he kind of, he's kind of has some joy in his face. There's some joy coming out of his face right now. There's, Gosh, it's there's like just the, this moment where you're like, do I really want to be responsible for what comes of this? <laughs> like, it's like the freaking dark it. side versus the light the side here. Which is of... the dark and which is the light? <laughs> just embrace it. The cult of the church. It, it doesn't <laughs> have to be dark and light. It could be like that South Park episode where all the Scientologists are arguing about what Scientology could should be called, so they all have different <laughs> names for the same thing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it doesn't have to be dark and light. We don't have to fight all the time, Mike. You know, difference in opinion is good. Two fellow Sith here, just you know, bullshitting back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing lightning, no problem. <laughs> Cult of Keylock, I liked it, and even before I got a chance, before I got a chance to respond, he was like, "I'm not ready for that responsibility." I'm like, "Oh, Mike, the that's people why you are need calling to for you. They're calling, they're calling for you to be a champion. They don't you know you that's how it works? If you don't want the job, you're the person that's supposed to have it. Yep, ain't that the that's truth. how heroes work, right? Curse of competence. <laughs> I never asked for this responsibility." that's what happens with heroes I never asked for this maybe the hero will rise one day I'll see it's in his head now he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be up you know head on his pillow three o'clock in the morning thinking about wide open just like oh god I can't do this (laughs) (laughs) but the people need me when the crushing fate of humanity weighs upon you (laughs) yeah When somebody has to rise up against Ja, who's going to do it? You know, so, yeah, that, that that was cool. Thanks a lot, Steve, for that. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was great. Uh, we actually had another Steve 
SteveDweet12 on Twitter, who uh, he he posted a video of his daughter in the practice range playing some Overwatch. I'm like, yeah, she's definitely better than Bond. You know, you can't see it right now, but uh, I got a couple of fingers up for you. <laughs> yeah, that's because Bond doesn't have a camera like the rest of us. No, I'll buy one. No, I I watched the video. I watched the video. I have faith. She'll she'll do well. Wow, nice. This takes time. Actually, I, I saw you using a purple crosshair. I actually use a bright green one, uh, Steve. If you could tell me, how does that purple crosshair work when you're fighting Sombra? Because that's... I, I, the green one just works better for me. I've been using green, bright green crosshairs for all of my shooters since fucking... God, oh man, unreal, you know? Mm. So uh, I'm curious as to, like, you know, the, the darker colors I tend to find blend in with characters more often than not. I, tell me how you're doing with that, especially now with Sombra since she's all purple and shit. So but that, those are some of the community. That's some of the community feedback we got last week, and we always appreciate you guys reaching out to us. Uh, the community topic for this week and the community discussion is the Season 3 Bell Curve. Uh, is, this is also something else I'm going to put into the show notes that I think everybody should check out. Uh, Overwatch LF, if you go to uh, the PC leaderboards, and obviously this isn't all-encompassing, because I'm pretty sure it only includes people who use Master Overwatch. I said Overwatch LF, sorry. It's Master Overwatch. It only includes people who use Master Overwatch, which is a lot, by the way. And this is only PC on top of that. But it clearly shows that the bell curve is flattened out from last season. There's actually another picture in the, in the Reddit post that is going to be in the show notes that shows last season where the, the, the middle of the curve was so high and then the, the curves on the side were super steep to get up there. So almost like a, a huge portion of the player base was sitting in the middle between 25, around 2,500 which is that something we talked about last season, like when I did my forty-five minute season two rant in the beginning of the season, it felt how it felt like everybody was being poured into the middle of the competitive mode. That's what the bell curve showed us. So now that they flattened the bell curve, and we can see that it's pretty flat. There are some high points that I thought were a little interesting, like uh, around three thousand to around three thousand to three thousand fifty there's a big spike. And then at 2,500, there's a big spike. And then at 2,000 to, uh, to 2,050, there's also another big spike. But for the most part, it's pretty level all the way across. So I guess what I wanted to talk about is how has everybody's competitive experience been in Season 3? And maybe I shouldn't even be leading this conversation because I haven't <laughs> played competitive all that much. I know the games that I have played... I felt them to be more fair, to be honest with you. They weren't all over the place. You know, I definitely felt them to be more fair. And also the SR distribution from what I've played feels more fair. Like I'll lose two in a row, right? But then I'll win one. And then if I win another one after that, I'll be higher than I was before. So I don't know. I think SR is in a good place. I don't want to say that with 100% certainty because I don't want to start season four. And then actually play it a lot. They'd be like, SR fucking sucks. They've had four <laughs> seasons to get this ready and going. And I cannot believe that they still can't do it. I don't want to be that guy. Season four. So, you know, I, uh, I really do hope that the SR situation and them flattening the bell curve 
was actually much better. I know a lot of players had trouble with the fact that your placement matches this season pretty much put you where you were at the end of last season. And I think a lot of you guys have actually climbed the ones that I've talked to. And even on over on um the Heroes of Overwatch Facebook group, I've seen a lot of people who were silver before get into gold now. So they're climbing their way up. And I think because of the them flattening the bell curve and due to the flattening of the bell curve, it is actually making for more even matches. And that's very, very helpful. So I wanted to get some input from the community. You guys who are playing competitive, uh, let me, on a regular basis, or even more than me, to be honest, because I would have to say I've played less than 70 competitive matches this season, which is a huge dive from last season because I played 200, oh, actually over 200 matches on PC last season alone. That's not including when I went on Xbox. <laughs> when I went on Xbox, I'm what I had on PS4. That's not including that. But I had over 200 matches, uh, competitive matches in season two. And this season, mainly because Overwatch LF, it was hard for me to get a group. You know, we're not all super friendly like Mikey. And have friends that play with us a lot, you know. Right. So it's it is a bit it is a bit difficult. I know Bond, you haven't really been playing because you 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 you, you hate playing by yourself. At least um, I'll play by myself. Yeah, I'm a social I'm a social person when it comes to that stuff. I I get the best experience out of it when I can uh, suffer with somebody else. <laughs> yeah, he likes he like his misery likes company. That's called compassion, right there. <laughs> no, that's literally the <laughs> no, definition. No. <laughs> that that not, your misery not. likes company. Uh, I believe the definition of compassion last I looked was to suffer with another. But uh, yeah, I I do pretty good that, to suffer with another. Yeah, they're suffering and you suffer with them versus you <laughs> suffering and you bringing them along. <laughs> Sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings and misfortunes of others. That doesn't mean you're suffering with them. You just feel bad for them. <laughs> oh, I'm still not doing yeah. good. Uh, no, I've actually... <laughs> I've gone into quite a few quick play games lately by myself, actually. And it's kind of fun in short bursts. But much like most shooters, I, I don't have nearly as much fun unless I'm communicating and uh, you know cooperating and working with somebody else towards a shared goal. So that's generally yeah. why I, I don't get into competitive by me own because it doesn't allow me to get to the level where I have the most fun and I can succeed. Yeah, I, I well, and competitive is different, obviously, but my quick play experience solo has been improved by me not necessarily trying to communicate with people saying, hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? It's more of just me doing my job and me announcing that I'm doing my job like this person's over here, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and then people are more... Uh, more likely to get involved that's, at that point. That's generally how I do it, and I try to take characters that can be as close to self-sufficient in the game as possibly can be. So if I can cover I my think... own heels and still support people and help everybody out and just try to make everybody else's life easier on my team. And that generally works See, out think, well enough. I don't think you're not as non-combative as you think you are. Mm -hmm. Because we were definitely playing the other day, you were just like, hey, can you get off of Mercy? That's, that's kind of yeah, a bad statement. But you've got to explain how many maps we went that were like that, of where it was just complete failure by this person. And, and you know, I'm like, okay, we can get around this. Maybe he's, maybe this person is just new. And then after a while, I'm like, all right, this has got to stop. I'm getting a little frustrated at this point. <laughs> yeah, he definitely wasn't using the honey to catch those flies. No, not at, at all point. at that point. So, uh, but yeah, like, I, I want to hear from you guys. Let me know 
what you think about that? Like, how did, how how has your season three competitive experience been? I'm pretty sure that <laughs> Mikey just said that his was shitty. Uh, but take, didn't you get into platinum like pretty easily, Mike? No, I'm in gold. You're in gold, or you what? You went back down? Yeah, I was like in 2200, and I've I've I every I've been growing, but I just don't play competitive enough to actually like get back to plat. Yeah, and no, I got you because your friends don't really like playing competitive, right? I mean, the problem is they're in California and I'm in Texas, and we have like only like this certain window of time where I'm like, I'm fucking tired. I need to go to bed. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Unless it's like the weekend, and then in that case, everyone's like, quick play because everyone's drinking instead of like taking shit seriously. Oh, so. okay. Now I got you. <laughs> yeah, we should probably play more together for competitive because like I'm probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to place this weekend if I have the time, just so I can say that I did it and get the uh, you know, the points and the uh, I'll get the. Yeah, I was going to say, grab the points at least, so that way you can at least maybe get a gold weapon yeah, soon. that's what I'll try to go and do this weekend if I have the time. Yeah, I I, I bought my gold ghetto blaster first <laughs> thing I could. I fucking love that gun. It, so shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all right. Which is weird, because somebody was asking me what my main was, and usually my answer is, I don't have a main, like, I flex. But technically speaking, if you look at my stats at Zarya, I'm like, really? Like, Zarya? Like, I, I don't feel like I play her that much. But then I realize that I fall back on her all the time because my default my, my default response to people dying is like, man, somebody got to protect these fools. And then that's when I grab Zarya and start bubbling them, you know, while still doing damage. So I guess, I, I guess Zarya is my main. So, uh, But yeah, that is going to bring us to the close of the show. A uh, couple of closing notes. We are still looking for Overwatch stories on a regular basis. So if you have some funny stories uh, to tell us, funny stories, surprising stories, angry stories uh, regarding Overwatch, we definitely want to hear about them. So please, uh, please let us know. We are still taking suggestions for our 50th episode. I'm pretty sure we're going to do the live stream. That's what uh, Mikey bought himself a camera. So we goddamn well better do the live stream right at this point. <laughs> Cult of Keylock is silent. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll 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 be there. Yeah, we're gonna we, we want to do the live stream. We actually 50th isn't on Valentine's Day, right? It's no, 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 no. The live oh, okay, stream for the 50th episode, which oh, okay. that's like six weeks from now. So oh, okay, nah, we got time. Nah, yeah, yeah. I lose track. Yeah, we actually we now what you're talking about is like the Google, the Google uh, hangout hangout, which we want to do this weekend on the 12th. Uh, which, yep. you know, right now I, I, I don't have any takers. So if you guys don't want to hang out with us, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> but um, it is one of the things we want to do. But if you're interested, let us know. Um, me and Mike will definitely be there. If you guys want to do a Google Hangout and maybe talk about some Overwatch stuff, that would be cool. Um, that is, like I said, still on February 12th. We do have the Xbox Club and the PS4 community. We actually had two new members to the Xbox Club. So welcome, you guys, who are... Uh, who, who just joined up and job will be back. I, I know for sure. I think I'm pretty sure I'll be back on Xbox. Uh, once this event is over, I think one of the main reasons that I'm trying, I've been having such shit luck getting loot boxes. Right. And I'm wondering if part of the problem is that I'm spread across so many platforms that basically just the rates in general are fucking me, you know? So probably they're probably messing with your brain. Cause you're like, I'm doing all right here, but then I complete shit here, but then I get nothing but shit. And then you get like one instance where you're getting nothing but good. And then for like, cause you're spacing it out so much, you get nothing but crap probably all the time. Yeah. That's the thing I got like uh, for over a month. I didn't get any 
epic or higher drops over a month. Because you probably platform. played those multiple mo- those multiple stations, and like you're each one's going to have its own rate. Yeah, so. exactly. So that's why I'm, I'm focusing mainly on PC. I've gotten some decent stuff so far, but for the most part, like, I still get shit on, on Xbox and on PS4 right now. Uh, but yeah, um, I definitely will be playing more frequently on consoles again, because I really enjoy playing the game on console. Everybody I've met so far I play on console is awesome. We got to get Mike to 25, at least on PS4. We keep saying we're going to do that, but we got to... We gotta actually do that. Um, I had to like plan. I had to plan for that. Yeah. <laughs> Just be like, this is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we they both are called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch on both PS4 and on Xbox. So join the, with those if you want to play with us. Uh, we also uh, recommend joining the Heroes of Overwatch group on Facebook. There's a lot of great people there who uh, play on all platforms. So you just look for Heroes of Overwatch. They'll get you into the group. Tom and Josh sent you there. Like I said, it's a great group of people. And they, they post some pretty funny stuff, too. We also have a Discord server, which uh, not that many people are using right now. But if we can start filling that up, I mean, that's good. I'm in it all the time. So, you know, you can, you can usually find job there. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's I think that is going to bring us to a close here. You guys got anything else? Or are we, are we ready to close up shop? For the week, was... I think the cult is good. Yeah, we're good. It was good to be right, back. Good. Cult is. It's cult good is to be good. back after thirty episodes. Uh, I'll try to keep an eye on these two uh, cults and churches here in the future. <laughs> yeah, and until he gets his own hashtag, <laughs> who can find Bond? <laughs> Where in the world is Bond? Yeah, yeah. San Diego or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, we are available on multiple platforms. We are on iTunes. We are on Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher, uh, Stitcher Smart Radio, sorry, <laughs> Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud. We have an RSS feed if you have another podcatcher you like to use. And links for all those platforms are available right on the Mattress Buttons website, except for Podbean, which I talked about last week. I have not put them up there yet because I just found out that they were offering our content so if you listen to this in podbean hello and uh thank you <laughs> but uh well, you can find us on social media we are on twitter.com slash mtb site facebook.com slash matchless buttons and youtube.com slash matchless buttons mikey tell them where they can find you they can find me at k-e-y underscore l-o-c-k-e underscore and bond uh underscore emery pf he checks it from time to time. From time to time. <laughs> I just tweet bullshit all the time. So I don't know. Uh, it's a lot of political yeah. stuff, and I'm avoiding social media for the most part. But I do check it. Probably a good idea. <laughs> What'd you say, Mike? Probably a good idea, because I wish I sure as fuck did. I <laughs> hey, man, since I turned Facebook off like a month ago, I feel fucking great. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I'm <laughs> underscore jaw underscore it's underscore J A A underscore. I am not nearly the downer that these two guys are. <laughs> By the way. Okay. So uh yeah, feel free to reach out to us, whether it be uh through Twitter or Facebook. Uh we have our an email, WPR at mashthosebuttons.com. Uh there's a contact form on the website. You can comment on the podcast page uh, for this episode. 
or on SoundCloud. You know, we always love hearing from you guys. We love hearing what your thoughts are. We definitely want uh, you to participate in the community discussion or let us know what you think about, you know, the possible upcoming changes or maybe the whole Terry Crews thing, you know, make fun of me and Mikey for arguing about agreeing on the same thing. Yeah, do that. You know, stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, definitely reach out to us. We love hearing from you guys. We love interacting uh, with you guys. If you do enjoy the show the be- and you want to help us out, the best way to help us out is actually to share the show with others and also to rate and review on your platform of choice. So if you listen to iTunes or Google Play Music, whatever you listen to them, just uh, you know, give us a good rating and write a little review. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything big. You're like, hey, you're like, hey, I like this show. Boom. That's great. That, that helps us more than you would think. So uh, thank you to all those who have done that already. We really, really appreciate those reviews. So we appreciate you. Uh, I encourage you to stay uh, tuned to the show after to hear what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. It's actually a pretty uh, pretty busy week. There's two set rep radios coming out this week. One's already out as of this show recording. That's about Ghost Recon Wildlands, and then they're going to have their regular show on Friday about the division. So pretty packed week. Uh, you can go to mashlessbuttons.com slash shows just get the details on all of our podcasts. So like I said, thank you for listening. We will catch you guys next week. Take it easy. See you later. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, February 6th, Jorge, David, and Jordan transmit in orbit. This week talking about the upcoming hotfix, Mega Bloks Mega Spoiler, and Destiny Con. On Tuesday, February 7th, Nick, Ray, Jeremy, and Eric bring you the latest in Warcraft on WoW Talk. This week talking more on Nighthold and the race for the world first. Also on Tuesday, SITREP Radio brings you a special edition talking about Ghost Recon Wildlands Beta. On Wednesday, February 8th, Jarrett, Mikey, and Bond bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week talking about Terry Crews' test for Doomfist, Season 3 competitive bell curve, and the Korean Banhammer. On Friday, February 3rd, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you SITREP Radio, talking the latest in the division and the state of the game. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule.